Bronco Nation News Live is presented by RowPaint.com, the official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics. Power in people, pride in painting. Check them out at ROEPaint.com. Now, here's BJ Rains. Hey, greetings, Boise State fans. Happy Thursday to you. I'm just so happy, Mike Prater, because I've been battling a horribly hoarse voice the last couple of days. I would say I'm at like 93%. I'm not quite there, but uh, I actually am not embarrassed to talk right now, which is the case. Well, even when I don't have a hoarse voice, that's probably the case. <laughs> but uh, we got Mike Prater here for his weekly Thursday appearance. KTIK 95.3, the ticket. You know him. You love him. You hear him daily. Three to six with uh, JP, Johnny, Bob, the whole gang there on Idaho Sports Talk. And jam-packed show today, Mike. Uh, we got NFL draft starting tonight. We got uh, a lot going on. It's going to be a, a fun weekend around Boise here. Yeah, it's going to be an absolutely spectacular weekend. Love today. It's uh, it's pretty cool. It's our favorite. Uh, it's certainly one of my favorite non-sporting event days. You know, a collision of college football and, and pro football. And can't wait to see what happens tonight. Can't wait to see what happens this weekend with all the Boise State guys. You guys will be out and about the next couple of days. Uh, before we dive into it, uh, I'll give you a free plug here. What's, what's where are you guys going to be at the next couple of days? Craft party today at Sockeye Ale House on 36th and Hill. We're giving away free beer for a year and tons of summer concert tickets. And then tomorrow at Western Proper in downtown Boise, it's the it's the launch. It's the soft launch of the new Golden Ale, the Horseshoe Golden Ale beer that's going to support name, image, and likeness. The Horseshoe Collective, Joe Nickel and his group, and, and everybody's getting together with the Western Collective and Western Proper tomorrow, Friday at Western Proper downtown. We're going to talk about this beer. And then on Saturday at Western Collective, they're going to have the official launch party for the Boise State name, image, and likeness beer, the Horseshoe Golden Ale. Stop by and let's have a beer, BJ. I, uh, you know, I don't know what JP was thinking, allowing you and Johnny to have two straight remotes at a, where there's beer involved. Uh, we'll have to. Uh, <laughs> it's beer and football week at Idaho Sports Talk. That last, that last segment Friday at 5:45 could be an interesting one. Yeah, we'll have to. <laughs> I, I promise to behave. I, I know. Uh, I know JP's on high alert, taking care of and making sure he keeps a close eye on Johnny. <laughs> well, we don't have to worry tonight about any Boise State players going uh, in the first round. It, it does always bring up great memories for me being at the draft with Leighton Vanderesh there at the uh, Dallas Cowboys Stadium and being a part of that and uh, seeing what it was like and being in the building when he got picked and interviewing him. So the, every time on the day of the first round of the draft, it does bring back some memories for me. Uh, tonight, we won't have to worry about that, but uh, tomorrow night, uh, we'll be on high alert to see if J.L. Skinner can go on day two, whether or not he slips to day three. I think we both agree, Mike, that uh, J.L. Skinner is a lock to get picked at some point, which will be the 14th straight year a Boise State player gets picked in the draft, which for a group of five school is, is an unbelievable, remarkable stat that I don't think should yeah. be ignored 14 straight years. And yes, there's 250 players, but still. That's a big deal, and that streak will continue. Uh, so I think you have some drama, you know, with Jail Skinner. Does he go, you know, tomorrow night, or does he linger until Saturday? He's got a group of family and friends here in Boise having a watch party. Uh, there's going to be some uh, drama there tomorrow. I think back to guys like uh, Riso Diambo, who I remember being the very last pick of the third round a That's couple right. of years ago. Alexander Madison, there's some guys that um, – you know, there, there, there's some some drama. Darian Thompson was a third-round pick, I believe. And uh, there's not a huge difference when you think about it, third to fourth round in general, but it is with the way the draft is set up now where the second and third round are on a Friday night, and then you got to wait till day three for rounds four through seven. Um, but uh, we'll get to the other guys in a second. With J.L. Skinner, uh, what's your gut telling you? Does he go tomorrow night, or is he having to wait till Saturday? 
I think he's going to go on Friday night. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he slipped in late, 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 second round. Uh, third round certainly seems like a sweet landing spot for J.L. Skinner. But I think we're all we're all accustomed around here. If he slips into that early morning fourth round on Saturday, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I don't think that'll happen. If he had a chance to work out, and we all know he had that pec injury right before the combine, he hasn't been able to work out. And he's handled it really, really well. He, I mean, he gathered all the all the NFL personnel at Pro Day. We saw that. And he gathered him around and gave him a little speech and said, I've ha- I'm having surgery, and just check out my film. I- I'm the guy that wants to play football for you. Check out my film. I can play football. And, and when, I- when I get healthy, I'm ready to go to work. So I think he's handled it really, really well. But uh, I-, I think he's probably somewhere in the third round. That was my prediction. Third round for J.L. Skinner. That'd be pretty sweet. I agree, and I, I do think it has hurt him, the fact that he couldn't work out. Um, he is a physical specimen, as we all, all know, with his size. Um, and so I do think that he would have helped himself uh, tremendously if he had been able to go do all these private workouts and, and oh. uh, things like that. I know he's still meeting with some teams, but uh, if you get J.L. Skinner on a football field and see him doing some things, I think that could have been a game changer for him. So how much does it hurt him? We'll see. I do agree with you. I've got a, a column up at BroncoNationNews.com ranking Boise State's NFL draft hopefuls. Could the Broncos get four drafted? We'll get to that you know, part of the, the title in a second. But uh, I agree. I, I, I predict third third round for J.L. Skinner. But as you said, we're used to the slides of the Shakirs and the Jay Ajayis, and it seems like every year Jeremy McNichols. It, it's pretty Curtis much yep, it's a, it's a yearly thing where a Boise State guy is still on the board, and you know it's like, how in the heck is this possible? And, oh, they're going to get a steal. And so if we look up and he's a fourth-round pick, I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, but I think he's done enough in his career, and I think his measurables speak for themselves. I agree with you third round on jail skinner we'll get to the other three in just a second but we're, we're short on time so i got to get a couple spots in here mike uh the cutwater spirits mobile studios so we're broadcasting from today check them out more than 30 flavors of premix premium cocktails pick one up at your local gas station or grocery store and mike there will be a, a whole sponsorship and a tasting station at the golf tournament for cut, for cutwater spirits so you'll be uh, getting to sample some cutwater spirits at the golf tournament on June 2nd, RowPaint.com, our uh, a title sponsor, ROEPaint.com. They have the uh, epoxy, five times stronger than epoxy, the concrete coatings, the one-day install. Transform the look of your uh, stained, ugly-looking uh, concrete slab on your back patio, your garage, your basement. You can do it in one day at ROEPaint.com. We've had it done twice, and I highly recommend it. Lithia Ford of Boise, I recommend them as well because we purchased a vehicle from them. Look, couldn't have been an easier process. Found the ve- couple vehicles online that we liked, went in, test drove them both, and picked the one we were in a couple hours. We were out the door with our new vehicle. So check them out, lithiafordboise.com, to view their full inventory of vehicles. And if you'd like, you can uh, go ahead and have uh, them buy your used vehicle, even if you don't want to buy from them. So let me make you a cash offer on the spot there, lithiafordboise.com. And Idaho Central Credit Union, ICCU.com, the best in mobile e-branch online banking. Do it now. More than 550,000 Idahoans have done. Make the switch today. Idaho Central Credit Union. Mike Prater, I think the intrigue really starts. If you want to, you know, there's some intrigue. Does Skinner go third round or does he fall? But I think the list after that is even more intriguing. And a guy that I'm very interested to see what happens with him is Scott Matlock. You know, he's a guy that I think going into last season, we thought was a for sure draft pick. Uh, How high could he go? And then his stock kind of dipped during the season as his production dipped a little bit for various reasons. Um, and then he did not get the combine invite. And I think we you know, both probably said on this show and your show, you know, that uh, Scott Matlock probably isn't getting drafted when, when he didn't get the combine invite. Um, and then 
He gets the two all-star game invites, which is pretty rare to get invited to a second one after you played in the first one. Um, and then he has an amazing showing at pro day with the 29 reps on the bench press. And a lot of his other numbers were very impressive. Um, and then he ends up getting five visits to NFL teams, the chargers, the uh, Bengals, the Jaguars, the Patriots, and the Jets. Yes, he could be a teammate of uh, Aaron Rodgers maybe, but uh, he gets five visits. And now, you see, you know, Todd McShay yesterday had him as the number 10-ranked defensive tackle the entire draft in his ranking. So now I think his stock is as high as it's been. Uh, I have moved Scott Matlock to my second likeliest pick to get drafted for Boise State. I think he's a, a lock to get drafted, and I've got him somewhere probably in the, the fourth or fifth round. Ooh, boy, I, I wish I was that high on him. Uh, I, there's no doubt that the you last two or three You know what? I, li I lied to you. I lied to you. The readers at BroncoNationNews.com will see that the prediction says sixth round. So I've got okay. – I, I wrote sixth <laughs> round in my column. But fifth or sixth round. I think I think Scott Matlock's pretty safe, though. Uh, yeah. I predicted – I threw out a little tweet today. I predicted the seventh round. And up until two weeks ago, I would not have put him anywhere, maybe a priority free agent. This is shaping up and developing to be the perfect Scott Matlock storm. Always doubting him, always having to prove, always being the underdog, always climbing out of a hole, and always performing every single day in life and in athletics with a chip on your shoulder. And he's done it. The pro day thing was amazing. He's climbed the ladder. We did a segment the other day on Idaho Sports Talk talking about the momentum of Scott Matlock. So he's definitely going to get a shot. And when Scott Matlock gets a shot, it usually works out. So I'm not going to go as far as you. I don't think he's a lock to get drafted. I think he's a, uh, I hope he can slip into the seventh round. He's going to be, at least he's going to be a priority free agent, kind of like what Brett Rippon got, maybe some cash and a little bit of guaranteed money. And then certainly a chance to make the roster. He's going to be on a roster and he's going to play football in the National Football League. But uh, let's see what happens tomorrow or Saturday. I, I think the five visits shows, they're, if they're using one of their 30 spots on, on a guy like him, I think there's enough interest from teams that I would be pretty surprised at this point if he doesn't get drafted personally. I think he's done enough, and I got fifth or sixth round for Scott Matlock, and, and what a cool story. You know, uh, He's overcome a lot of adversity, as everybody knows. Both of his parents passing away You know, while he's in middle school and, and below uh, and going through the foster care and uh, eventually getting uh, sent out to a family in Homedale, getting adopted. Uh, you know, not sure if Boise State's going to offer him. He had a gray shirt offer, finally gets switched to a regular offer. He comes in, and and here he is doing what he's doing. Uh, I had a chance to catch up with Scott Matlock. This is a subscriber-only interview that the uh, link will be going out shortly to your email if you're a paying subscriber of BNN. Talked to Scott last night. Uh, here's a quick bite on just uh, how surreal it is that he's potentially about to be an NFL player. Uh, no, uh, it hasn't. Um, it's just been – such a crazy process, a fun process, you know, you know, new territory and new waters, you know, I'm exploring, um, but it's, it's been so fun and exciting. It's, I haven't really had that moment where it's kind of hit you and, you know, you're like, Oh crap kind of thing. So um, if it happens, it happens. I mean, um, I'm excited regardless. I'm, I'm happy for, you know, those who will be with me and enjoy that moment and, and whatnot. And I'm just, you know, grateful to be in this position and, you know, I'm very blessed to have these, you know, these opportunities and stuff. So, uh, but yeah, I'm excited. Scott Matlock excited, and I think he has good things ahead for him. So looking forward to what happens with him. He's going to be here in town having a watch party with Crave Delivery and some food. He's going to, I know he's excited about that. So uh, again, good luck to Scott. We'll see what happens with 
uh, with him. And that interview is available for subscribers. Uh, it's coming to your email, the link, uh, if you're a paying subscriber at bronconationnews.com. Okay, we got a couple minutes before Max Rice joins us here, Mike. Um, who do you have next on your list? I've got John Ojuku. I think John Ojuku is, is uh, going to get drafted. He's going to become the sixth straight multi-year starter at left tackle to keep the streak going for Boise State. I've got sixth round. I think John Ojuku is sixth, sixth to seventh round, but I predicted officially sixth round for John Ojuku. I didn't go anywhere as far as Saturday. You know, somewhere on Saturday through uh, before through the seventh round, uh, the, the value of, of the offensive lineman, the value of the tackle, the left tackle, uh, and what's, what Ojuku, he doesn't create a lot of buzz. There's not a lot of people talking about him, but everybody knows what he can do. Everybody knows about his feet. Everybody knows how he graded at Boise State. Because of the value of his position, I have him going ahead of Scott Matlock. I think John Ojuku is a lock to go on Saturday. That's where I hope Scott Matlock also can join him on Saturday. So those are the only three players I have drafted, Skinner, Ojuku, and Matlock. And I think Ojuku is number two off the board for Boise State. And I think I got a weird feeling Tyreek Jones sneaks into the seventh round. Just his size, some of the momentum that he got. He did get the combine invite, which I think is a big deal. Uh, I think Tyreek Jones sneaks into the seventh round, which uh, would make it the most Boise State players drafted since 2012, four players. They've had three drafted a couple of times. They have not had four players drafted since I think it was six in 2012. Um, so I think we agree it's going to be three or four, Mike, uh, right on that cusp. And I, I think I got a good feeling about Tyreek Jones. I think he sneaks in there, man. Tyreek Jones has always been my guy. As a matter of fact, at one point, I thought Tyreek Jones, before the season even started, would have a, a more productive final season uh, than, than J.L. Skinner. I was high, high, high on Tyreek Jones, and I still am. The combine thing was certainly a validation for what he's done in his career. 70%, exactly 70% of every Boise State player that's gone to the NFL combine over the years, and that's about 55 total players, have been drafted. I think he's one of the 30% that doesn't. But he gets that priority free agent. They're going to give him a couple of years, maybe a couple hundred thousand bucks, and he's going to get a chance. But I don't think Tyree Jones gets drafted. Well, we'll see. I think it's going to be exciting. I, I hope he sneaks in there. I think he does. I've got seventh round for him. Uh, and then the other guys, George Tarlis, Caleb Biggers, Tyreek LaBeouf. I've got all them getting non-drafted free agent deals. I've, I've talked to a couple uh, talent evaluators from NFL teams that even though he doesn't have the on-field production, they really like the measurables Tyreek LaBeouf has. I think he's at least going to get into a camp, uh, some sort of deal. Uh, Biggers and Tarless as well. And then you go down with uh, Ezekiel Noah. I think maybe he gets a mini camp tryout just because of his uh, what he can do on special teams and some of his stats. I think I think somebody gives at least uh, Zeke Noah a mini camp tryout, uh, but I don't see anything for DeAndre Pierce. Maybe a mini camp tryout because of his dad's name and the family lineage there. Uh, but uh, Divine Obacheri, Kurt Raftall, I don't think get a sniff at anything. Uh, what do you make of the other guys uh, other than the four? Yeah, I got Biggers as a, as a traditional undrafted free agent and and getting that contract. And then I got LaBeouf, I got Noah, and I got Tarlis all getting those tryouts, coming in for a weekend and seeing if you can make the roster. I mean, not the roster, a free agent camp. It's, a, it's just a tryout for a weekend yep. uh, as part of those mini camps, and he sticks around. So I think Tarlis, Noah, and LaBeouf get tryouts. I think Biggers gets a traditional free agent deal, and I think Tyreek Jones gets the priority free agent deal. Hey, Max Rice going to join us in just a second, but first want to tell you about Transportation Compliance Service. Check them out, transcomservice.com. If you're looking for a new job, whether it's the big rig on the screen, the Amazon truck in your neighborhood, or any delivery service in between, Transportation Compliance Service can help you out. Get out there towing that first load in no time. Check them out, transcomservice.com. You need some new gear? How about the blueandorangestore.com? They got free shipping, any order over $40. If you're in the uh, Boise area, you can go check them out at the Boise Town Square Mall. All the NIL shirts, all the uh, coaches' sideline apparel. Check them out, the Blue and Orange Store, the Blue and Orange Store. 
Boisedentistry.com. You need a dentist? How about Boise Dentistry Co.? Boisedentistryco.com. Five locations across the Treasure Valley. Check them out. Find a location near you. Full family dentistry. They make it an enjoyable experience to go to the dentist at boisedentistryco.com. Ridley's Family Markets. Shop Ridley's.com. 13 Idaho locations. A big supporter of the Ridley family. Ridley's Family Markets. Check them out. Um, now you will not be disappointed. You can download that app as well and get exclusive savings at shopridleys.com. UnitedCommercialInsurance.com. They can write business policy insurance in 44 states around the country. Check them out, UnitedCommercialInsurance.com. They make business insurance easy. And our friend Matt Bowsher just celebrated a birthday the other day. Number one ranked realtor in the Treasure Valley yet again is Matt Bowsher. Check them out, BowsherRealEstate.com. No home is too big or too small for Matt and his team. Check them out, Bowsher Real Estate. Dot com. Okay, Prater, Max Rice is back screen. So do you, do you want to give a, a comment that he cannot respond to about Max Rice or should we just bring him or should we just uh, go straight to him here? Uh, Max Rice, let's see. Uh, Max Rice is not going to get drafted in the NFL draft this weekend. How about we put that out there? <laughs> that, that would be a that, that's a good call. Max joins us right now. We appreciate it, Max. Uh, how's it going, man? Hey, I'm, I'm doing really well. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for going easy on me, Prater. <laughs> but, uh, what's, what's where's, his, where's, where's the visual of max rice you got two ugly dudes on the screen right now i can't see max there he is there's max rice finally yeah. pretty up the screen a little bit <laughs> what what uh we, i know you're a big football guy uh max uh, we're talking nfl draft uh i know you know these uh boise state guys pretty well uh, is, it, is it a fun time for you other athletes and stuff too to see where guys like jail skinner and scott matlock and all these guys are going to go Oh, yeah, absolutely. I saw um, we were with a bunch of the football guys the other day at that uh, award thing. I'm sure those guys were off doing draft stuff. But, uh, yeah, I always look forward to the drafts, especially when a bunch of Boise State guys are in it. So uh, I'm really excited to see where all those guys go. I know there could be a lot of them this year, so I'm really excited for that. What's, uh, what's it like for you these days? We saw you going to a couple camps and done some things in the community. I know you're trying to finish up school, but uh, uh, how much time did you take off? Or are you still taking time off from the end of the season? And what's, uh, what's it been like uh, kind of trying to you know, decompress a little bit from uh, another long grind? Yeah, it's weird knowing that I'm coming back another year. Just uh, Sometimes it just feels like I'm living in a loop a little bit. So I'm kind of at that point in my career where I'm, I'm trying new things, uh, I got, I'm trying Pilates for the first time. That's how I know I'm getting old, kind of, because it's just me and a bunch <laughs> of 60-year-old women in there. But um, <laughs> just different things to try to help my body. But I definitely feel like the old head around campus, especially on this team. Um, I know Prater can probably relate to that. He's kind of the old head over there in that uh, in that deal. But, um, yeah. Fair, just fair, do, fair. <laughs> just trying to do new things to uh, just keep it fresh and um, and really looking forward to next year already. Hey, Max, I was going to ask you, you know, so much was made about it. We don't like to dive into players' health, but so much was made during the season about your herniated disc and your back. I, I think at one point there was speculation that there would have to be maybe some kind of procedure. Uh, are you doing any kind of procedure, or are you just kind of going through the Pilates and maybe more the natural healing way? Uh, well, one of the doctors told me that like 9 out of 10 um, of this type of herniated disc that I have can heal on their own, so – my goal was to try to go the route where I'd strengthen my core and, and stuff like that to take pressure off my back. And that's worked really well. This I'd say this is the healthiest I've been um, since I did that and early in the nice. season last year. So nice. uh, it's coming along really well. And, and Pilates is actually really helping me. So you mentioned, you know, you're actually back for another year. I mean, uh, why'd you go? I, I know that you had to be political at the time, I guess. Why'd you go through the senior day stuff? That just seemed kind of odd. Uh, was there any actual thought that, I don't know, your dad was going to leave for a different job or you were going to go on an NIL deal somewhere else or what, what was kind of behind it? Because 
I know Abu did it, I think, but there's been other guys that didn't, like Milner and Najee and stuff. So what was kind of the thought process between going going through senior night? Yeah, I didn't I didn't really want to do it, but I felt like it might have been a good way to make more money coming back just because, oh, he might leave. I don't know. Uh, but, I mean, at the end of the day, it worked out just because of how that game kind of went down. But <laughs> I think um, – yeah, I didn't really want to do it, to be honest. And then when they announced my name, they were like, and he's coming back next year. And I was like, all right, this is pointless for me. But uh, <laughs> it all worked out. So I didn't, I don't want to change anything that happened that night. I didn't hear that part. That's funny. Has it worked out for you? I mean, what's uh, what what, what are your opportunities out there? And, and uh, how are you handling NIL? And do you have any kind of like uh, agent helping you with that? Or what's that process been like for you trying to maximize uh, your earnings here for your last season? Oh, yeah, it's definitely paid off for me. Um, the, the COVID year 100% paid off for me on an NIL basis and, and that kind of stuff. And the coaches took care of me, which is is really nice um, to be appreciated like that. And uh, it's also awesome that I get to end my career where I started it. I feel like that's that's really rare these days. And um, I'm just really excited to get after it another year and, and do things this program's still never done before. So I got things I got I can look forward to. And, um, and then that kind of keeps me going every day and pushes me uh, to be better. But uh, on an NIL side, I, I think it's definitely going to be worth it for me. And I'm talking to some local businesses uh, around Boise already um, for next year. And I got some deals coming in. And so it's going to be worth it for me, which is awesome. Max, there are certain times where I really would love to be a fly on the wall and, and be behind the scenes. And as as the coaching staff rebuilds this roster and adds new names and and really does some nice things in this offseason, how, how much are players, the leaders on this team like you and, and Tyson, and Abuzo, how much are you guys involved? Do you read the press releases like we do, or are you engaged as a family in conversations behind the scenes? And maybe these kids come in for tryouts and you you give your feedback. How much are the players involved with this roster transition? Um, I would say I'm probably more involved than than others just because I've been around so long and I've seen it. And uh, sometimes when we have dudes on visits, Leon will ask me, what do you think of this guy? Uh, like he, we bounce ideas off each other and, um, I think we've done that a couple times with guys that have come in this year. And uh, obviously you've seen kind of the talent level we're at right now. We've got a lot of a lot of great dudes coming in. And I think it'll be one of our more talented teams from top to bottom. Uh, I think we have a, around 18 guys. It feels like just uh, this roster is really big. And, and I think it's going to be the most talented team we've ever had. I, I got to ask you, Max, and it sounds like it's not going to happen now, so it, it, it's kind of a moot point, but there was a, a big debate about your scholarship and your dad's ability to you know, potentially uh, use that trump card for another player on the roster, and there was a lot of debate, uh, even from Mike Prater, about you know your, your mental state on whether or not you were a, quote, walk-on or scholarship player and what that would mean to you and uh, your family and all that. Where, where did, did you guys ever discuss that, and, and was that something that you would have to decide to do, or, or how did that look, ever go as a family, or was that never – ever an option at any point i mean from what i saw i know people were like yeah it saves leon or it, it'll only cost leon this much this much but it also it would take away what twenty five thousand away for me just from stipends every month or whatever so yeah um yeah i mean i feel like i've earned the scholarship at this point um i mean a program only needs i feel like so many to you don't need to play 15 dudes so um I mean, at this point, I don't think I would need to give one up. But if it came down to us getting a really big player that we 100% needed, yeah, sure, I'd think about it. But um, I don't think that's the case at this point, and, and it's not going to happen. So uh, there's. You're happy to hear that, right, Mike Prater? 
Yeah, I think that's exactly. I mean, that's exactly what I said. I, I wouldn't give that up. Uh, I think Max is, is earned, and I'm not saying that because he's right here. I said this on the show several times that Max has earned the right to have this scholarship, and he should keep this scholarship. And there's plenty of other ways to do the math. And just because his last name is the same as the head coach, uh, I, I don't buy that. So Max, keep hold on to that scholarship. You've earned it, dude, and uh, you've gone through a lot of crap, and you've got yourself into a magical point in your career. And and keep it up. I think that scholarship is very, very important, not only for the psyche of this roster, but for the psyche of what you do on a basketball court for 30 nights a year. Yeah, I appreciate that. And people forget I wasn't even on scholarship the first year or two. Or yeah. I can't remember how long, but it's not like I just got handed to me. So I Max, do feel like you, I earned it. Yeah. You, do you think you're, the coaching staff is done? Is this roster, you know, I don't want to say complete because it's never complete, but at this point, do you think that's it's done? Yeah, I think it is. Um, I think it's good to know who you're who you're going to play with at some point. We get in the gym and, and start working. So, um, I mean, you like you said, you never really know. Uh, there might be some last minute adjustments here and there, but um, as of right now, I think we have enough to to do really really good things um, as, as a program. So, um, but at this point, I think it's just time to develop people and and start getting ready for the next season. Max Rice joining us for a couple more minutes here on Bronco Nation News Live. Mike Prater's here. My name is BJ Rains. And Max, uh, last year, what you did last year from three-point range, uh, you know, making over 73s, shooting over 40%, some of those games where you were, uh, you know, having those magical runs like the San Diego State game and stuff. I mean, what what did that do for you, I guess, just to, to have that kind of year? And uh, I don't want to say to, to, you know, validate anything because you did you had a, obviously a strong year the year before, but just to have the year you did become that, you know, show that you're one of the top players in the Mountain West, uh, you know, what did last year do for, for you, I guess, confidence wise and, and just how, to, how much fun was last year for you personally? Yeah, I always knew I could um, produce like that. It's just it's there's a big difference between knowing you can do it and actually doing it in this league. So um, it was a big step for me, I think. I was closer than a lot of people thought the year before. Uh, I think I was averaging double digits in, in the middle of conference the year before. And then we added Dinaire and a couple other pieces. And sometimes you can get lost in the shuffle. And and that's kind of um, what happened that year. But I was shooting a really high percentage the year before, I think 44%. And then uh, went on that little decline. But just to be able to get the confidence back. And um, I know next year I'm going to be going in with the most confidence I've ever had. And uh, if I can cut out some of, I, I take some crazy threes. So if I can cut some of those out, I think I can get my percentage up to forty-five, <laughs> maybe higher. Um, but I've never mentioned anything about those crazy threes. But yeah, you you have a tendency. I think that's where I called you the Brett Favre of, of Boise State's basketball roster, just throwing some things up every now and then. But you know, a lot yeah. of times it works, and that's your game, and you have to stick with your game. Within that game, though, where do you want to get better next season? Yeah, I think uh, a couple different places I could get better is. Um, maybe just kind of what you talked about a little bit. When I make one, I feel like uh, they're all going in, but uh, I think it's a matter of finding uh, maybe the best shot for me. I don't have to really force anything, especially with the talent coming in on this team. So um, I think you saw a little bit of it against Nevada at home this year, where even if I'm making shots, I can still get other people involved and stay super efficient. Uh, so that's probably going to be my biggest thing I'm going to be working on, just staying efficient and, and not taking too many crazy ones and, Obviously, trying to improve my defense always, I think that's huge for uh, our success. So kind of those three things are what I'm going to work on. Are you are you coming for Justinian Jessup's record? I mean, uh, 98 threes, the single season record. Uh, you had like 75 or 76 last year. Uh, any chance that uh, you're going you're gonna to try to get 100 threes this year? Yeah, if we if we do the things I think we can do, um, hopefully we get five or six more games than what he got that year. So 
I think uh, right around that range is is what my goal is for sure. And uh, I think I, I could be close to that for sure. But I feel like I made a lot last year, and I, I only made what seventy something, so. seventy six, I think, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, my goal is definitely eighties, nineties next year, and and do it efficiently. So yeah. Well, final thing for me, and then I'll give Prater the, the final question. But uh, what just just in general, when you heard uh, you know Leon mention the word super team right after the loss to Northwestern, I don't know what your thoughts were on that, but just with what you know, Mike kind of asked you about the players you've added, Roddy Anderson and Omar Stanley and Cam Martin and the guys you have coming back and the freshman class. I mean, uh, where does the talent level on this roster for you in your five six years here uh, is this the most talented team you've been a part of, and, and how excited are you, and what what what? What are the, uh, you know, what, how high is the sky and the limit for this team going in next season? Uh, I think it's probably the deepest, most talented team I've, um, since I've been here that we've had, just because you see guys who have actually produced at other levels. You got Cam Martin, who averaged 22 and 11 at a Juco or whatever. And that's, that's super hard to do. So if he can get to that level, uh, which we all know he can, he was just plagued by a couple injuries last year. Um, and then Omar Stanley, uh, he's proven it at the big East stage and, and there's some big strong dudes in that league. So if you can come, come down here and do um, sort of what Najee did and, and even more, I could see just because of his size, he's, he's massive. And then we got Roddy Anderson, all those dudes coming in and developing Kobe and Keen and um, Jace is going to be better. Uh, I just think when you look at it from top to bottom, uh, it's just a ton of potential and, and we just got to come together as a team now, just because we got so many new moving parts and, um, I think that's another big thing I want to I want to really work on is is getting the team ready for those first games, because I know we've had two seasons in a row where I'm like, God, I wish we could have that one back. Uh, and, and I'm not going to let that happen again next year. Come on, Max. Screw the basketball questions. I want to talk about your summer vacation. And, you know, I know you and I like to needle each other a little bit, go back and forth. But I've always thought you were a really cool customer. It's good to be Max Rice in Boise, Idaho right now. What, what are your plans for this summer to get away from basketball, to recharge, refresh? Vacations here, lots of golf, laying low, playing in the water. What do you do this summer? Yeah, I got a couple uh, vacations coming up before I really get back into it. So I'm going to um, Arizona to hang out with uh, Tommy Lloyd's kids. Nice. Uh, yeah, so just get some sun down there, maybe play some golf, uh, swim, maybe watch some basketball or, or some NBA. But So I got that going, and then I'm going to uh, Maui with Coach Few and his kids. Uh, a week after that so Sweet. a couple of trips here to get to get my mind right and then i'll be back to to for the grind of the summer and, and to be ready for next season well we appreciate it max uh we always appreciate the time you jumping on we've uh we're, we had uh, buzo on yesterday we'll have tyson on tomorrow we're kind of catching up with you guys to kind of put the bed last season and kind of turn the page towards the summer so uh continued health uh, you know good health and, and get healthy and and uh best of luck this summer and everything and we'll be talking to you soon man Awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. I'll talk to you soon. There he is. He got the Phil Beckner shirt on, by the way, right? The uh, yeah. the B Beckner. <laughs> there you go. Hey, we appreciate it, Max. There yeah. he is, Max Rice, uh, Prater. Always enjoy talking to uh, to Max. I, I always really enjoy talking to Max. So when you sent me that text last night that said Max is on the show tomorrow, I got a big old smile on my face. So uh, back and forth, back and forth, and I uh, really enjoy my conversations with that dude. Most of the time, I feel like it's kind of a sarcastic thing when I tell you what we have coming up on the show when you say you're excited. But I, I could tell in that text <laughs> that you actually were legitimately excited to have Max coming on. So I do like talking to Max. I love talking to Max. I appreciate it, Mike. Thanks to JP for getting us on. And uh, hope everybody enjoyed the show today. Again, where are you going to be at today, Prater? We're going to be at Sockeye Ale House, 36th and Hill Road, our KTIK draft party. 
We're going to pass out ballots, and somebody's going to win free beer for an entire year. Can't wait for that. So uh, appreciate it, Mike. We'll see you three to six today, and I hope everybody enjoys uh, listening to that and go down and see them, and then uh, tomorrow as well. I'll have Jay Tusk, 9 a.m. tomorrow, Bronco Nation News Live. Go subscribe and watch the Scott Matlock interview, and I hope you have a good day. First round of the draft tonight. Enjoy it. We'll be back tomorrow. Bronco Nation News Live, bronconationnews.com.